Well, that's the way to do it. Uh, Live from the liar's lair with someone farting into a giant tuba. It's the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. We are elated to have you here this week for what is sure to be a dynamite episode. That's where you're wrong, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I should say, uh, you know, I should have introed with, it's the Disinformed Podcast, this week sponsored by Shit Recruiter. So we hope that you are all enjoying and we're excited about our sponsorship. But uh, John... What do we have to chat about today? So many things. I've uh, really been staying up late for many weeks now to present this topic. I'm sure. Your <laughs> research has probably been impeccable. Because good old uh, six-tab John over here is ready to well, regale us with let another... Let open up the old Chromebook. Glorious topic. All right. I have Firstly, four tabs. Four Ooh. tabs today. One of them is not... Pertaining to what we're doing. Well, you're slacking on your pimping, then. Yeah, you might need much. to get that worked on. Mm-hmm. But what were you going to say? Um, I, w- Since we were just going back, I-, I wanted a little context here. We had to go back and re-record intros for all of yeah. our you know initial shows, which you will have heard by now, of course. But uh, in the midst of doing that, it made me want to ask for everybody, what is the weirdest pickup line you have ever actually used on another human being i'm not saying like what's a weird story like what's a fun thing to say i was like legit you said something to someone intending to sleep with them i can start and give you all a little time to think about this but i legit at one point told a woman in the words of dr hannibal lecter i think it would be quite something to know you in private life okay yeah and i slept with that person like so, next to them? No. I was inside of them Biblically? at one point. Yes. And I <laughs> ate her with a you know, thing of fava beans and a you know bottle of candy. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. Um I don't recall uh, a bad pickup line that I've used. I know one that I wish I would have used, and I've had other people take it. Oh, okay. I don't remember where I read it. Um but it was I heard you're looking for a bad boy. Luckily for you, I'm bad at everything. <laughs> <laughs> what is your but like did you use any like you had a, a set thing for tinder like when you would first start messaging right not like a set template to to open up a dialogue and i think in my bio it said something along the lines of i'm the kind of atheist that's not an asshole about it okay um that's a good line and the type of vegan that is an asshole about it <laughs> no i'm not nathan <laughs> Ooh. well done called out yeah. uh michael uh I think, given how awkward I am as a person, I think the worst pickup line is just standing next to a person and maybe Say breathing. Hi. Yeah, like <laughs> hi, hello, or something like that. Or I think one person had asked me if this beer that I was drinking was good, and so I was like, "Oh, do you want to try it?" And never met her before, and she was just like, "You, you want?" Did I watch me? that happen? Yes, you did. Oh my god! I remember yeah, that, that was during uh, one of your guys' performances. Um, it was a we singer we from do interpretive band. dance, by the way. <gasps> yeah, yes. we we won't yeah. name. Well, I don't know. We shouldn't name. Can drop they them. even afford technology to, to listen to this? Stuff? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, you I'm can not going to name drop the band. the band. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, well. I don't. Yeah, I mean, you could drop your name. Speaking I, of, we've already mentioned <laughs> we're in a band called Damn the Weather. That's exactly. not going to hurt anybody. No. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we played at a, at a festival. Heart. Somewhat of a festival mm-hmm. this, this morning, just early afternoon. 
Um, so I think I set myself up with like an alley oop on this topic. Oh, because uh, it's easy. Okay. Um, and I didn't research it. Oh, okay. Um, well, I mean, I did in the sense that I pulled up the articles and I read it last night and been like, oh, and you have tabs. I, I can get away with that. Yeah. Yes. Like any good so, guitar player, you have tabs. Also, before we actually get on topic, let's stay off topic for a second. That music would have been better for Elephants on Acid. Oh, yes, yeah. it would have. That was Elephants Hershey on Acid. I agree. Sight. Yes, I, I, I totally agreed. Um, but yeah, we're talking about Hollow Moon, and the main reason that I wanted to talk about that is because I didn't have any ideas, and Michael said he was doing Flat Earth. Um, Spoilers. Yeah, well, I mean, you're going to see it. <laughs> You'll see, Henry. I thought you chose Hollow Moon because you like anal. <laughs> Receiving, yes. I mean, all around. You like Either the circular or. logic of, you know, just in and out of ass at all times. Well, you know what they say, M-O-O-N, that spells anal. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for all of you Stephen King fans, I hope that you appreciate that, because it's going to happen a lot going forward now that both of these kids have read The Stand. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm excited yep. to just pepper everything with a, a bit of M-O-O-N, yeah. that spells ejaculate. Also, hey guys, this is the first uh, episode with what's probably going to be our mic configuration. Yeah, been, we actually yeah. have equipment now. So yes. You, uh, you've probably been listening, wondering when it's going to stop sounding like we recorded through a shoebox. Uh, a shoebox of lie, yeah, It's yeah, right yeah, now. We're yep. here. Yep. Um, I didn't remember what I was going to say. Did I so not get anybody on the Bare Naked Ladies reference there? I'm very upset now. I didn't catch it. All of Canada is in an uproar because you just zoomed past my Bare Naked Ladies reference. <laughs> Jason Priestley's rolling over in a grave somewhere that just he's trying fun. to fuck a corpse in. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shannon Doherty, by the way. Uh, oh, it's like incest from 902. I'm sorry, go. No, you're great. <laughs> um... In case you couldn't tell, it's going to be a little improvisational. Oh, God help us. What? But that's... That's oh, why Shit Recruiter is sponsoring was, us for this week, by is, the way. It's it really so is. apt for you. I was also uh, going to say that I've lived long enough to see myself become the villain. Uh, because I used to make fun of podcasts uh, that just read information off of Wikipedia uh, in the format that we're doing it. But that's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Oh, how the turntables. So, yeah, how the turntables. Wiki, wiki. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> um, so if you want to follow along, just Hollow Moon on Wikipedia. That's it. It's a really short article, so I have one other thing up my sleeve uh, for us to do after. Anal. You, you have a, a, a sleeve. I have a sleeve mm. of anal. Anal sleeve. Anyway, Next the Hollow Moon name. hypothesis, Ugh. or Spaceship Moon hypothesis proposes that Earth's moon is either wholly hollow or otherwise contains a substantial interior space. Holy hollow, I like. That <clears throat> is also a good band name. We're going to have a ton this week. Speaking of the, the latter. Yes. You know, yeah. Thank you. Um, no scientific evidence exists to support the idea. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not so. <laughs> Um, but seismic observations, other data collected since spacecraft began to orbit or land on the moon indicate that it has a thin crust, extensive mantle, and small, dense core, although overall it is much less dense than Earth. I prefer a thick crust. Um, I'm just going to tell you that right guy. now. Uh, I'm thin crust all the way. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. talking planetarily, not pizza. I love thin crust. I'm just saying, if I'm, if I'm going to go for, you know, as a whole for a planet, thick crust, Chicago-style deep dish, planet. 
Right. Rock me, baby, all night long. I'll do my best. Yeah, um, pain in the asteroid, John. <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> the hollow moon hypothesis is a suggestion that the moon is hollow, usually as a product of an alien civilization. Mm. Uh, it's often called the spaceship moon, as I already said, and often corresponds with beliefs in UFOs or ancient astronauts. Ooh. Okay, so I'm sorry. I ancient didn't... aliens are fun. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, it has a little, little... Ancient astronauts refers to the pseudoscientific idea that intelligent extraterrestrial beings visited Earth and made contact with humans in antiquity and prehistoric times. Proponents suggest that this contact... Oh, it's just trailing off. So essentially well, a bunch Essentially, of, yeah. You have... Uh, there are hieroglyphics that contain things that look like spaceships. of a hieroglyphic on uh, it. It happens in a lot of the Byzantine cultures. So there are things that you can interpret to... Look. There's one that they say looks specifically like a NASA space like shuttle. Like a NASA? Yes, an ASA. <laughs> Mike, you're a man of science. Do you believe in the hollow moon? Uh... I mean, you could pretend. I, I guess if you want to try and do some hard numbers, you can assume that it's a hollow moon. Let me tell you I don't you know what it would, good it would do. That is no moon. That's my it's way. It's a space, space station. station. Yeah, it. Is. And I'll have you show it some respect. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just can't believe that uh, Michael over here doesn't believe in the hollow moon. Yeah. I mean, science is all about... Empiricism? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Empiricism well, as an imperialistic concept. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing about the the idea that, you know, if anyone's watched Alien versus Predator, we know that, you know, the Predators brought the Xenomorphs to this planet and gave them to us, and we built giant pyramids to house them so that they could use them as a hunting ground. I yeah. have believed this for years, so I don't know why the rest of you aren't getting with the program here. Cause... Oh, I mean, that makes sense. Like, I don't know about this hollow moon spaceship stuff, but yeah. No, no, yeah, ancient aliens I mean, is fascinating. And I'm just, totally yeah, because we want to know what a triangle is. Um, we yeah. have to be taught what a triangle is, because we and then, know squares and circles. Yeah, we have to find the hypotenuse as well, and God yeah. help us if we're doing I don't that. Think and just can, for, for no. Michael... Um, I know that you looked confused because you haven't seen anything. Uh, Alien vs. Predator was a 2004 <laughs> vehicle uh, written by Paul W.S. Anderson. Uh, it, Who also, his... <laughs> by the way, did Event Horizon. I didn't know that. Connective tissues there. Okay. Yeah. Was that one of your tabs? Because I would have been very He just impressed. opened another. Well, I, yes. I opened it to... Okay, so now you're five. All right, you only uh, have no, one I'm... more tab that you can open. I'm back down to four. Okay. Um, well, the suggestion of hollow moon first appeared in science fiction when H.G. Wells wrote about a hollow moon in his 1901 book, The First Men in the Moon. The concept of hollow planets was not new. Wells borrowed from earlier fictional works that described a hollow Earth. Uh, lists a couple novels that aren't important because no one knows them. Excuse me? <laughs> Such as the 1741 novel uh, Neil Klim's Underground Travels. Oh, I Are you familiar with that work? I yeah. have read it at least six times. Okay, I was that, reading it actually before you guys showed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have it framed. That's right. Yeah. Uh, academic proposals for a hollow Earth predated that. Edmund uh, Halley's uh, hypotheses... <sighs> Advanced in 1692 was the first one to specify an actual void in the Earth. You mean Haley? Like Haley's Comet? Correct. Halley, Haley. It's, it's, it's pronounced Haley, uh, but yes. If you're British, well, they call I'm, it Haley as well. well so. Oh, they I'm, do. Okay. Yes. I'm insensitive. Right. Also, um, he is, conspiratorially speaking, uh, 
a character that they feature in the Magnus archives now. So Hallie is someone who caters to one of the entities. So for those playing the home game with the Magnus archives, this is the podcast I talked about recently. Oh, okay. Um, Got it. He is a character in there as well, which is a lot of fun because the way they're interweaving things. But So if you're playing the home game and you like what I like, you'll like that as well. But so better. That is correct. Haley's comment is who it's the gentleman who otherwise bequeathed it its name. Because okay. America. America. Because America. British pronounce it, yeah, yeah. Well, and I know this is going to come as a huge surprise to everyone, uh, but Hollow Moon is now considered to be a fringe theory. Uh, often described in the media, the media, mm-hmm. as a conspiracy theory. Fake and news. the concept mm-hmm. of the moon as a spaceship is often mentioned as one of David Icke's beliefs. Do we know who, or is it Ike? Ick? I have no idea who that is. I-C-K-E? I would probably say Well, Ick. I knew that you were going to ask the question. That's one of my next tabs. Bullshit. No, it's literally here. Look, no, look, look, look my... it, it came with the frame. <laughs> um, there's no real need to go too far into this man. I don't want to um, get icky, okay? Yeah. Can we avoid the icky, the I sticky prefer. icky? But, <laughs> so essentially, I go to this guy's Wikipedia. Uh, Dave, I'm going to say David Icke. Okay. Um, and he is basically a professional conspiracy theorist. Ooh. I didn't know that there was professional conspiracy theorists. Hey, Jesse are. Ventura's been making um, a living off of it for years. And the last... <laughs> Ooh, Dan Aykroyd is as well, by the way. Oh, oh yes, my God. I, yep. I was forced to listen to someone talk about Dan Aykroyd. How dare was, you? It was really fascinating. And I didn't know that he wrote Ghostbusters until last night. He and Harold Ramis co-wrote, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the last sentence in uh, his little brief description is... Critics have accused Ike of being a Holocaust denier and an anti-Semite. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. okay, well, that says literally everything I need to know about him. Do we want to call cool. those two mutually exclusive as well? Because right? I think if you're a Holocaust yeah. denier, you're pretty much an anti-Semite. Uh, it's just, it's a good bet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, you know when that really gets quantified, but yeah. Anyway, so claims and rebuttals. I can't pronounce this, so I'm going to trust Shane. <laughs> I'm going to hand him the computer. Oh, no. And he's not going to look at the tabs or the elephants. This is really going to be. That's a lot of trust. I I mean, how would you pronounce that name? All of this is bullshit. Uh, Vasen Shorbakov. So we're going to just go with Vasen if it comes back again. Vasen Shorbakov. You're going to crack too, Michael. Oh, Mr. V. Oh, because it's it's two people. Vasen Shorbakov. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Vasen. You read the next four words. Mr. V and Mr. S. Vasen Shobakov. I guess five. Do you know who Mr. F is? Mr. F? Never mind. If there's any Arrested Development fans, uh, Vasen oh, Shobakov. F- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to. <laughs> well, had to, by the 19- way, what? Vasen Shobakov. <laughs> Excuse me. You do and you'll <laughs> clean it up. This is a family show. <laughs> How dare you? In 1907, Vasen Nineteen seventy. God damn it! Of what was then the Soviet Academy of Science advanced a hypothesis that the moon. Bullshit! Is Hold on. Soviet Academy of Science is not a thing. It literally. I'm is. arguing with that just on principle. It's a conspiracy. Guys, no, a, you they never had science. Me. This I'm is such disgusted. a loose episode. I'll look at it. Uh, <laughs> Russian Academy of Sciences consists of the National Academy of Russia, a network of scientific research institutes from across the Russian Federation. Very much. Hey, if it's on the internet, it's true. That's what I've been taught. That's all I have to say. Abraham Lincoln said that. He did. Um, If I need to know any else about Russian history, I'm going to call the president. So (laughs) you're going to love this. The article that they wrote uh, was entitled "Is the Moon the Creation of an Alien Intelligence?" and was published in 
Sputnik. <laughs> the Soviet, it's called Sputnik. It's called Sputnik. It's the Soviet equivalent of Reader's Digest. <laughs> <laughs> that is a peak that is worth keeping. I'm also going to guarantee that there is no way to improve your word score in Sputnik. <laughs> That's a Reader's Digest joke, kids. Good luck. Okay. I kind of heard what you are saying, but I was also trying to research now. Okay, good. Myself. Good, all right. So you, you still haven't figured out where school? you got to lie yet. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, have you ever... So that means he hasn't lied yet. He has not. I've lied like 18 times, guys. Uh, well, you said you were prepared, so that was lie number one. Oh, definitely. Well, you didn't catch me in the moment, so it... I won that one. <laughs> Done. Oh, well. <laughs> well, so it relies heavily on the suggestion that large lunar craters generally assumed to be formed from meteor impact, are generally too shallow and have flat or even convex bottoms. They hypothesize that small meteors are making a cup-shaped depression in the rocky surface of the moon, while the larger meteors are drilling through a rocky layer and hitting an armored hull underneath. Mm. So the authors reference early speculation by astrophysicist Russian guy name who suggested the That's Martian. an interesting name. Russian. <laughs> Go with the Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Russian. That the Martian moon Phobos was an artificial satellite and hollow. This has since been shown to be not the case. It's just so much fun. Because we actually sent people who intercepted the bloody moon. Right. Now, this is where it actually was. Like, this is the legitimately the only part of this whole article that I really, really, really enjoy. And read. Yeah, how'd you know? Okay, all right, I'm here. Mm, bullshit, I don't think you actually read it. I read it last night. He skimmed uh, it, I mean, uh, okay, okay. which to all him right, is reading. <laughs> I just watched Jackie Brown last night, and there was something that I chuckled that is the when she's lampooning uh, Sam Jackson. And, she, it, you know, Robert De Niro is basically saying, like, no, he's a smart guy, he's a smart guy. She's like, his lips move when he reads. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. And I'm watching John. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing Nabokov, it. yes. Uh, <laughs> between 1972 and 1977, seismometers? Is that, yes. Is that Sounds right, about Mr. right. Mr. Science over in Ding. the corner? I, I, what am I, a geologist? No. What's that? Seism- hey, I know you <laughs> studied studied Uranus, though. Seismometers installed on the moon I by the Apollo missions recorded moonquakes. The moon was described as ringing like a bell during some of these quakes, specifically the shallow ones. This phrase was brought to popular attention in March of 1970 in an article in Popular Science. Uh, Michael uh, founded that art, that, uh, that publication. He, he founded it? Yeah. He, You're he attributing found, all these cool things to me. When also, Apollo 12 by the went, way, well, what do you want? Moon- <laughs> <laughs> Hand! Uh, Moonquake, popular book by Michael Crichton. So just, you know, remind... Uh, I think I'm at, no wait. You got wait him. Wait a minute. You, you got him. Did he, was, all, he was about to throw it on his Kindle. Bastard. I lied. I lied. I know, it's I time think... quake. I, I oh, think... damn it. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm trying to lie for John right now. I just want to make sure we got some lies in the episode. Somebody's got it. When Apollo 12 deliberately crashed the ascent stage of its lunar module onto the moon's surface, it was claimed that the moon rang like a bell for an hour, leading to arguments that it must be hollow like a bell. Lunar seismology experiments since then have shown that the lunar body has shallow moonquakes that act differently from quakes on Earth due to difference in texture, type, and density of the planetary strata, but there's no evidence of any large, empty space inside the body. I have a follow-up question. 
Yes, sir. Did any dogs involved in the Russian mission salivate when the moon rang? Probably. <laughs> okay. I was curious. What about the monkeys, though? Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People You're say we monkey, monkey around. <laughs> Racist. What are you, Roseanne Barr over there? Ooh, Colin. more topical humor. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Now, I could continue. That was my hat onto the microphone. I think we can flip those legs up on your on your mic, and then you won't hit it with the bill of your hat. That's what I think. Oh, yeah. Well, well it's not that. secured, so. I'm going to secure you I'm in a minute. Secure. <laughs> I'm not secure. We're um, insecure. That's essentially what it has. Okay. Um, so the idea is is they are basing all of this nonsense off of... One event. One event. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's reasonable. And that's and that's just like, I guess, scratching the surface. Like, you could probably go down, like, a YouTube rabbit hole. Mm. Um, but I didn't want to pull my hair out. Because I Fair. think I think going down that lane... I think we're about to figure this out even more so with Michael's presentation, mm. uh, or the next episode, um, with... Flat Earth. That's what, we're, what you're yes, doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I chose it. That's like a companiony kind of piece. Yeah. Except his is going to probably make me kill myself. Uh, no, uh, a little bit of teaser. I'm covering more history. It's going to be a multi-part, almost like a trilogy. Okay. At least it might. I might expand it out. Do like a trilogy, and the last one mm-hmm. do part one, part two, maybe okay. part three. That's fair. You know. Hey, I mean, it. There's certainly enough topic to cover. That there is. And Unlike it won't fall flat. <laughs> but how much time do you have to have on your hands? Uh, so at least seven. Seven whole minutes. <laughs> or seconds. Um, Just seven. But you guys were calling me out way before. I was going to try and say that this is the one that I didn't have a lie for. I was going to try... Um, oh. I, I intentionally, believe it or not, didn't... Usually I have one tab that's a Google Doc page of my own that has the lie or reminder. Right, right. Uh, but this is the one I wasn't going to do a lie for. Instead, I knew I was going to be a little lacking because that article is short. Right. So that was the sound of uh, the Chromebook flipping so that I can use the touchscreen because uh, it's 2019. Well, thanks for explaining technology to everybody. You're welcome. Uh, instead, I thought that I would uh, read you some facts about the moon and you can tell me if they're real or not. Oh, this is a a nice tangent. Uh, Yeah. So I guess I'll... They're all written on here. Here's the thing, John. I just want to mention that at one point, you and the president have something else in common, and that you keep telling us you're not going to lie to us, and then you lie to us. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you guys. So I would never do that. I never would. Let's go through a couple. I'm just going to read these. You're going to tell me whether or not you think they're bullshit. Okay. Okay. Uh, Proceed. <laughs> uh, dark side of the moon is a myth. Uh, that's a bullshit. Well, uh, so it's I'm relative gonna, to your perspective. Because is at is some the point, dark side of the moon a myth? No. So I will say that our conception of the dark side of the moon, in that we don't see the opposite side, is true for at least our lifetimes. The right. moon revolves slightly. I think it's slightly slower than it's orbiting around the Earth. So maybe 200 years ago, what we would consider the dark side is not the dark side. Do you have the answer key? Because that was almost a direct pull. But I mean, it's just, that's common sense as well, as both things are circling as one orbits us. So we're getting a slight variation, you know. Yeah. It's also my fetish. He likes the the moon. moon. (laughs) You are the moon. I get off on facts. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was with you. Okay. Um, Let's see... Dark Side of the Moon is also still one of the best-selling albums of all time as well, which is not bullshit. 
Okay. I believe it, it sounds great it's on really vinyl. It's really good. Yeah. Ooh, I don't think I have it on vinyl. I'll let you borrow. Who's going to be outraged? Who's who do you write the letter to when Tool's new album surpasses that? Now that Taylor Swift fans are trying to come after Tool as well. What? Oh, you didn't hear? No. Uh, You think I hear things? T Swift fans are one. They're like, who the fuck is Tool, and why is their album selling better than Taylor's? Well, it has been ten years since the I'm Alleged finish. It was like. Ten years ago, a couple days ago. I thought you were... <laughs> he threw Kanye on us. Well done. Yeah. Okay. See, I know some topical things. Um, so, it's been ten years, so they gotta, you know, have some sort of... Right. Someone they have to... You know, human behavior in general, we feel like we are doing something substantive if we're railing against something. So, yeah. if we're being suppressed in some way, we have to have an adversary. Otherwise, right. like, we don't feel like we're accomplishing anything. That's a good description for a lot of pseudoscience. I thought you were going to say suicides. I was like, damn, this is getting dark. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know about it's that. It's so dark. It's... <laughs> oh, God, Shane. Um, anyway. <laughs> Did you throw that in there because you want him to censor you? Probably. <laughs> Wait, censor. Uh, uh, okay, I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, the rise and fall of the tides on Earth is caused by the moon. The what again? Sorry? The rise and fall of the tides? The tides are dictated by the moon. Are caused by the moon? I want to say yes. The gravity uh, between the two? Yes, I would say. At least that is what we're told. Yep. Yeah, okay. All right, that is There's a causality there. We're going to do one more in that same format, and then I got... I'm going to call bullshit on the last one just because the last two have been true. And this is John's normal setup, is let me tell you enough. So I actually set up the format such that you think that there was going to be a lie, but I just read the He oh, is actually is... a genius. I'm going to give you credit, because yeah. you have created a point where we are psychologically breaking you down as a human being every time we do an episode. So you are a genius, because you're making us overthink this way too much. All right, uh-huh. so it only took this long for you guys to know what I know. Yes. <laughs> Um, My boy's a genius. Mm. A person wouldn't weigh much less on the moon. Oh, okay. So, yeah, no, that is bull. They would weigh about one-sixth. Yeah. Not mass. I was going to just read it as Wait. the fact that it is, but because you told me it was going to be a lie, I let you have the lie. <laughs> oh, um, thank all you. All right, so... I needed that. Does the moon have an atmosphere? It does. It, not one that is similar to Earth's atmosphere. Very, so. very thin atmosphere? Yeah. None. No answer. Um, and then let's uh, let's end on this one. Um, Does my wife love me? <laughs> survey says, <laughs> guys, how many people have walked on the moon? Um, Sting. Just take a guess. <laughs> <laughs> or Michael might know. No, um, I don't. I don't know enough about the Apollo missions. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm gonna say seven. Is that your final answer? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna say twelve. Jesus fuck. That's correct. Yes! Because uh, Apollo 11, the number Apollo of 12, <laughs> Apollo 14, Apollo 15, Apollo 16, and then 17. Guys, he doesn't even yeah. have a phone in his lap or a laptop. And also, good Apollo. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. I'm Wait. Burning Star. Um, I don't want to think of you. I, I don't, don't want to think, think of, of you, you anymore. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> good night, good night, goodbye. Did you ever think I would get a Coheed reference? I did. I got um, you listening to him finally. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, that's one that I really want you to do, is the ludicrous plot synopsis of Coheed's sci-fi opera. It's in the Google Doc. Um, 
before we get any further, I do have to say, and normally we are not supposed to plug our plonser, our plonsers. Uh, hell uh, so we did do a show today, and my I'm lucky that I don't sound like I'm in The Exorcist. I, it's, I'm, uh, I'm feeling pretty rough. Yeah, it's a little dodgy after having you know screamed for you know a good chunk of time. But we are very happy today. And again, apropos of John's normal delivery method, we are sponsored by Shit Recruiter. And I want you to know that we are supremely ecstatic to be sponsored by Shit Recruiter. Uh, are you ready, Jens? <laughs> I'm ready. Lay it on me. Here, thick it's, it's going to be uh, so thick that you could spread it on a cake. Thick crust. Are you sick of hiring deadbeats? Are you constantly plagued with employees that in- always aim to give minimum effort? Are entitled Hi. millennials with their my work should be well-paying and gratifying attitude ruining your ability to exploit your workplace's profitability? Then you should use Shit Recruiter. We'll be sure that you get the browbeaten degenerates with drinking problems and multiple child support payments that you can exploit to the greatest efficacy for your open positions. In Trump's America, we love nothing more than a wage slave with a small mind and a broad belly, and we guarantee a plague of them will apply for every available job while the illusion of a thriving economy still lasts. So hurry, get those positions posted before 2020 because God help us, the horses almost left the barn. That's shit recruiter. Get them while they're dumb. Thank you very much for sponsoring the podcast today, Shit Recruiter. We're happy to endorse you, and I'm going to use it for my next open position underneath me. I have never... God damn it. (laughs) I have never felt so added before until now. Minimum Um, effort? That's how I got hired at the the bar. Uh, I use Shit Recruiter. It works. Okay. It works. Well, I mean, you are not browbeaten enough yet, though. I mean, honestly, they can. You still have a bit of free will that you push back with. So, it's to quote our drummer. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm horrible. Please kill me. <laughs> no, um, with a ball gag in your mouth, you really just uh, you can take your own meaning from anything that I gargle out. Yes, yes. Everything <laughs> sounds the same with a ball gag in my mouth. That's yeah. what he said. Yep. There you go. So, thank you very much, Shit Recruiter. We appreciate the sponsor. And apropos for our hollow moon here and all of the shit that we've been banding around here today. So, um, final uh, parts, closing uh, thoughts for you, John, in a Jerry Springer way uh, that we want to tie together. Like me trying to wrangle it in the first couple. What did we learn today? What did we learn today? Yeah. 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 Um, I like the new recording setup. Yeah, agreed. Uh, mm-hmm. things feel conversational uh-huh. it's yeah. nice to look into your guys' eyes and I'm mm. thankful that at least half of your eyes are working gotcha um, you don't no that was it thanks for uh, thanks for listening to uh, to our thoughts on the hollow moon um, if you believe in it please let us know why mm-hmm. uh, hit us up in the comments and uh, you know yeah, speaking of comments if you oh sorry if you've watched any videos if you've gone down the YouTube rabbit holes so that we don't have to let us know. Let us know what you found. Like, I want to know the craziest shit. I am in a, a band with John, so I can speak to this being his normal, you know, sort of uh, functioning operational habits. Is Yeah, he will pass the buck as soon as he can. So he wants you to do the research for him. We'll do another episode with all the stuff you find that he Shane, can Shane, how read. do you play that part? Uh, oh, cool. It's carefully. All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I believe that that is going to bring us to a summary close 
for this episode of the Disinformed Podcast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thank you all for being here. We're, we're happy to have you. We are going to try to keep refining this and make it sound as professional as humanly possible. It's very hard work for all of us, I'm sure. And uh, Michael bears a lot of burdens of dealing with us guffawing through half of this, so thank you. I feel like Atlas carrying all this equipment on my back. I feel back. like a fucking communist. No, if it was a communist, then you'd be doing a lot more work. And if you listen to, you know, if we were Atlas (laughs) Shrugged. uh, Why do people hate her again? I mean, she's a woman. (laughs) 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 That was not intended to sound as smacky as it was. Um, it, that it, is no, not Shane's belief. No, if saying. we are to believe half of the things that I see written in social networking these days is that women are just, uh, they are second class citizens and no one treats them with the appropriate respect Someone's and we all hate sound them. Clip you. And I'm just saying, we love women. Women are far more capable and yes. intelligent than everybody in this room, given. without question. Absolutely and uh, if it that. weren't for women, I wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. Well, you might be. I was kind of not, yeah, yeah, yeah. conceived, uh, immaculate conception or something like that. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> hey. but no, so we, we are major supporters. We love women. They do marvelous things said, for everybody. Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand, Rand. Uh, I feel, is very outspoken about a lot of things. And that, you know, the uh, there's a great pull quote about you can tell a trailblazer by the number of arrows in their back. Oh. I would say Ayn Rand is certainly one that falls into that category. And I did not mean it jokingly when I say she is a woman. She will be derided because she was someone who was trying to put forth intellectual thoughts and try to breed equality at a time when women were not supposed to have ideas. So, you know, just odd. I We got really didactic for a second there. No, Sorry. that's fine. We were about to dismount, but we needed a couple minutes. So thanks and for I made a joke uh, demeaning women. Misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? So, uh, Ladies and germaphobes, if you want to follow us, check us out at, at wherever you get to all of your favorite podcast apps. How about that? Ooh, wherever you yeah. like getting podcasts, you can find us. We're there. I guarantee it. Uh, and then you can uh, check us out. Leave us a review and, uh, you know, give us uh, all the stars, every star. Give us a hollow moon even. We'll take it. M-O-O-N. That spells support. Yes. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram at Disinformed Podcast, your uh, Facebook.com slash Disinformed Podcast, and use the Twitter. Find us at Disinformed Pod. We're going to start posting some very interesting things to try to get y'all involved, uh, and we'll do you know some uh, polls for future topics, and that's going to be exciting. So thank you all for being here. For all of us crazy cats and kittens here at the Disinformed Podcast, I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. Thank you for coming, kids. We'll clean it up. Off your moon. <laughs>